Hey everyone, uh, I know there's some static on it. I tried to do a re-recording, but uh, it's not, it's, it's just the best it's doing today. I'm getting a new computer anyway, so uh, hopefully that won't be an issue going forward. Um, so the job number came out today, and this is a, a big number, uh, much better than expected. Um, you had 263,000 jobs added in, um, in the month. That was better than estimates of 200,000. Uh, last month's numbers were revised higher, 2 uh, 284,000 versus 261,000. Unemployment rate remained unchanged at 3.7%. Average hourly earnings month over month rose by 0.6% versus last versus uh, a survey of 0.3%. Last month's numbers were revised higher, 0.5% versus. Just getting initial research through. Um, average hourly earnings year over year up 5.1% versus estimates for 4.6. And um, last month's numbers were revised higher to 4.9% versus an estimate versus prior readings of 4.7%. So, um, you know, taking a look at these numbers, they're they're pretty um, they're pretty uh, well. I mean, they're going in the wrong direction. Uh, Powell's speech on um, on uh, on Wednesday doesn't seem to kind of go with uh, what these numbers suggest. I I don't know that it changes the game for a 75 or 50 basis point rate hike at the at the the um at the December meeting, but what it suggests is that wage pressure is sort of back over that 5% level and that's not really where the Fed wants that number to be, right? I mean, they want it down more towards that 3 and a half to the 3 to 3 and a half percent range. Uh 5% is still too high. And so that will obviously need to um, come down. And that's going to sort of prompt them to, you know, maybe look at rates being higher than 5%, maybe in that five and a quarter percent region, if, if that number, if based off of where that number is. And I think that's going to probably be resulted in, uh, in the dot plot when it comes. I mean, the problem now is that we don't have anyone really speaking at this point because you have the Fed going into a blackout period. So it it kind of leaves uh, the market in a little bit of a strange place because there's not going to be really any guidance or thought processes in terms of what this number probably means um, for the Fed. But clearly, um, uh, clearly it was a hotter than expected number. And so you're seeing, you know, the, the initial reaction here from the market is you're seeing the S&P trade down by 1.2%. That's off the lows. It traded down to as low as 4,000. Um, right now trading around 4,030, and it's trying to move up a little bit. We'll see where it kind of settles out because you're seeing a very big move up in yields. The two-year right now is up seven basis points to 431. The 10-year is up five basis points to 356. And the dollar index right now is trading up about 60 basis points to 105. These have all come off their highs just a little. So we'll continue to keep an eye on this. And um, that, that's why I think like this is just a very tricky time, uh, and, it, and it could very well be that we're heading into some sort of stagflationary period where you're going to see sort of uh, slowing growth, but um, you're going to see at the same time you're going to see uh, prices continue to remain elevated, um, and they're not they may not be so quick to come down. And if you get a stagflationary approach, I mean, kind of new playbook, right? Because we haven't had that type of environment 
for 40 or 50 years. And so we may get these conflicting data points from time to time that show us that the economy is slowing, like the manufacturing report yesterday clearly showed, but then you get a hot job number uh, because there's just not enough workers to replace all the people that are retiring. And that was a little bit of the manufacturing report along with the idea that there was a bigger labor pool. Um, so again, a little bit of conflicting data there. And so I think ultimately though, I think this is probably gonna, again, push 5% back on the table for Fed fund futures. They're moving up from around 480 to uh, 495 right now. I would expect that they'll probably move back to that 5% range. And I think ultimately um, this number is, you know, obviously hotter than expected. And uh, I think if Powell had seen this data point prior to the um, announcement, I, I don't know that his tone would have been the same because I think that 5% hourly earnings number is a pretty big number. And I think that the month over month number is significant too, because that was higher than um, last month's reading. And, um, you know, if we look at it, I'm trying to look at it really quickly, but that's actually, you know, the highest month over month increase um, in the number going back to, um, it looks like the beginning of the year, January of 2022. Then the prior high was around 5%, it was around 4.9% on um, back in the end of July. So uh, this is a, you know, a pretty, pretty sizable number. So um, this is not gonna make the Fed feel any better about what it's doing. And I think we'll have to see how the market responds to this throughout the day. But, but clearly, you know, you have 10-year yields and two-year yields all looking like they're on the cusp of breaking down, and maybe now that's going to certainly kind of keep them from not breaking down. So we'll have to continue to keep an eye on this and just see how things develop over the next uh, trading session today and over next week. Um, clearly, then, the CPI report on the... Um, on the 13th will become even more important. So that's all I have for you right now. I'll be back with the regular update as always. Have a great day. Bye.